to take. The 93rd minute at Old Trafford. Now I'm sure all of you remember that goal and what an absolute classic it was and the kit was something else as well. And speaking of kits, if you want great, affordable, authentic retro kits, then check out our sponsor, Vintage Authentic Retro. You can find them on Instagram where they have a wide selection of club and national kits ranging over many, many years. So go check them out, give them some love and enjoy the podcast. Hi, I'm Ben. Hi, I'm Brad. And this is Two Bees in a Pod. Warburton, the QBR manager, will not be having his contract renewed at the end of the season. West Ham have the best midfield partnership. <laughs> and I know you're not disagree with you, mate. We're back again with yet another episode of Two Bees in a Pod. Dates with us again today to discuss recent fixtures and results. Um, and we've also got a chance for people to win some money. But I'll talk about that a bit later on. So, lads, how have you been? All right. Very well, thank you. How are you, Bradley? Yes, not too bad, not too bad. Ben, you all good? Yeah, all good, good. mate. Excited for the uh, the money winning. <sighs> you weren't going to fucking win any of your shit. Oh, mate, I'll smash it. <laughs> um, but before we start, I have got a bit of an exclusive. My ad. There we go. So, it comes the athletic. This, this is, shut up. <laughs> so, obviously, this is our first exclusive. And it is QPR related, so... And just don't switch, you know, your phone off yet or wherever you're listening to on. Don't switch it off because it's quite, it's quite big. So from a very strong source, we basically heard that Warburton, the QBR manager, will not be having his contract renewed at the end of the season um, as he's been offered a role within the FA. So bye-bye, the bread man. How so, in the hell? Sorry. Where's that yeah. thing come from? It's from a source, mate. Tesco's. <laughs> Tesco's own. <laughs> well, no. No, but no. what I want to know how have you got say, a source? You, mm. Doesn't matter how I've got a source. No, that's, or, what, no, that's, is that's it, the big question there. I, I keep my sauce firmly in the fridge, mate, with the door shut. So you worry about your fucking ketchup in your cupboard. I have some questions. I have some questions. Okay, Jake. Um, say he does get promoted. He ain't getting promoted. You're telling me. Okay, well, okay. Say he gets promoted. What mm. happens then? Surely staying on. Maybe. There's no but, yeah, and we're not we're not going to make the playoffs. Yeah, no, do you know what I mean? Playoffs. Surely he's not walking away from that. We'll make we'll make sixteenth lads. That's that's it. Do you reckon um, do you reckon he took that job and it was already in talks before like your recent like decent form came about? Uh, I think that's a good point. I don't know, really. I don't know. Like I said, to jump ship so before it goes like bad, so he's lining mm. himself up something, so he doesn't look like he's a crap manager kind of thing. But it's not. It's not a management role. He's going. It's like a technical, like an director. assistant. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, like a, but like if a you technical take, director if role. You, if you knew mm. you you weren't doing well at your job, you'd take pretty much any job you could. Yeah. Then well, yeah, that's it. And to be fair, the, the, the bloke, the blokes, he's not a football manager anyway. I, I wouldn't. He's a bread maker. No, he's uh, he was something. <laughs> <laughs> It was something um, 
can't remember what it was, but he wasn't the fucking football manager anyway. And I don't think he is a football manager, to be honest with you. But there we go. Um, I don't Probably know. Who we... him out. He might have done, but yeah, so that's a bit of exclusive. I don't know who you'd, uh, you'd have next. It's got to be, it's got to be Frankie Lamps, isn't it? If he I'll take job by then. I think he's here. here I think he's. Gonna, I think he's lined up with a Celtic job, isn't he? But um, yeah, that'd be nice. Nice to see Frank. It'd be yeah, it'd be hard. I like trying to get hold of him, but it'd be. What about Eddie yeah. Howe? I take Eddie Howe. I think I think the likes of Lampard and Howe would probably. I don't I think, think they want to drop brain. down. Yeah, I don't think they want to drop down to the Championship. But I would take. I'd take Frank Lampard tomorrow. To be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I'm saying that we have hit a bit decent form. I just don't really think he's. Um, I say I don't really think he's football manager. I just don't think you know. Obviously, recent results, yes, have gone our way, but I can't really see any sort of progression. Progression. Really. Yeah. And um, look, like I said, Frank Lampard. I'd, yeah, I'll take him tomorrow. Eddie yeah. Howe. Um, yeah, I'd take him as well. But we'll probably end up with fucking, don't know, some League One manager. Yeah, I think you just need that. Maybe someone who's like a bit younger and is going to take you forward, rather than yeah, someone, just to fill a gap. Build a side, yeah. you know what I mean? Just someone that you're going to progress up the world, progress into the Premier League, and stuff. I like think, that, and you know? I, I think that's what they want to do with Warburton. But it's just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm not convinced. To be honest, it's planned. Yeah. Um, I won't be. I won't be sad to see him go. I'll just say that I'm not. You know what I mean? No. I'm sure, he's devastated, Brad. I'm sure he's fucking crying his eyes out, Bradley Burns from Farnborough. <laughs> so yeah, let's move on from that bollocks. Um, let's go. Let's talk about football. <laughs> right, proper leagues. <laughs> we invite you on here, right? Because you have you know decent knowledge of the game don't insult don't don't insult my league okay your league well the league my team playing yeah okay I do apologise I didn't know you you felt that strongly about it it's actually a very good league oh no don't get me wrong it's very entertaining oh Leicester just scored 94th minute oh okay um so yeah let's discuss recent results um sort of date well from a couple of weeks ago so we'll go with the big one, shall we, Jake? Which oh, there's been a few. Man United nine, Southampton nil. Oh, that's a good one. Um, good result. Yeah, I think. Yeah, very, obviously the, the nine nil sort of you know flat. I don't think we played particularly amazing. Um, it's always going to be one of those games when you go down. Well, when the other team got down to ten men after, I think it was like eighty-five seconds or something. But I mean, still ruthless up top, which was good to see. Um, yeah, Southampton was so poor. Like honestly, I think who do who do we play? I think we played Watford in the in the FA Cup a couple of weeks ago, uh, third round. I think they came and actually played ten times better than Southampton. It was horrendous. They couldn't even string a pass together. Did you see the challenge, mate? You put on him. I didn't mate, see the challenge. No. So there's a bit of a rumor about that geezer. Um, the one that put the challenge in. He apparently put in a transfer request like two weeks before. Um, I can't I can't remember his name, but yeah, apparently he put in a transfer request two weeks before. Got a start at the uh, no, come as a sub at the weekend and um, before, and then obviously started the United game, and then yeah, he's gone and done that. 
fucking hell, Jake. If my sauce is Perinase, your sauce is fucking salad cream. What a load of bollocks that is. That's fine, mate. You can have a little look. That's fine. Wait till, wait till come the end of the season, walk and sign a new three-year deal. Jake, Jake found that off a Twitter account with zero followers. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll make note of that for the podcast. The knowledge yeah. just comes to, comes to me. I don't find it. Yeah. So it's just so, always Southampton, though, isn't it? And then they go and lose against Newcastle 3-2. So Newcastle played really well until he went down to nine men in the end. But it's been a lot of red cards yeah. recently. Yeah, Mike Dean is causing himself he is causing himself some issues. So I, I saw something right, and it was like I, I can't remember. Where, so I think it was you know is, it, is his name Mark Palsy, the ex referee. Yeah, Mark Palsy. Keep your fan. Is it keep your fan? So I saw yeah. something like a tweet about it. So basically, stuff has to go through some officiator if you like so it's not the FA it's like this separate referee thing and like a certain amount of fouls and, and corners and that have to be given a game yeah really and they Wrong. have to yeah, make yeah, like actual crime it's ridiculous like I mean well, so, for, example, like... for me from yeah so they genuinely have to make like they, I don't know let's say right you have to give 5,000 in that game on average that's outrageous but like imagine there's, there isn't any foul and it's all clean what are you just going to start giving random stuff like it's the same yeah, with the overturning stuff so I look at the stuff and David Luiz, that that was a sending off. Like he didn't, he's taken him I'm, down. I'm not penalty, sure, but they didn't overturn it. Whereas Bednarek, because they were losing nine 0 they overturned that. It just it's inconsistent. It's like they don't want to be in the limelight and be to blame, but then they're making all these stupid decisions which are putting them in the limelight in the first place. So I don't know. Referees just seem to have this like ego about them now, and they're just like they almost think they're. It seems like they're wanting to be professionals and separate from the players. They're like celebrities. Yeah, they, they should just be there, 50-50, completely neutral, and just make decisions based on what they see, not yeah. because like they've got they're trying to please other people or or whatever. I think it's, it's like being in the limelight. Yeah, Mike Dean especially. Yeah, oh, that one at the weekend, that that West Ham one, my word, it's mental. Yeah, I mean, it's poor decisions that you don't don't deserve to get death threats. Oh no! Yeah, no, no one should be getting death threats. For that no one in any sport or any kind of leisure stuff or, or work should get any kind of death threats. But at the end of the day, like that, that is their job, and they're not making decisions right. So just make the decision right. But just keep yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just stu- stupid people sitting behind a keyboard, and you know what I mean. You, you're never gonna. They're never gonna. They're never gonna fall through. Like, do you know what I mean? They're never gonna go with the with the actual threats. They just do it to. I don't know. Annoyed, some people like that they're just angry in the moment and they say things and I don't agree with them I think you need to you don't have your head screwed on if you suddenly think oh I'm going to tell him to die like why would you why would you even do that like I'd be pissed off about it but I'm yeah. not going to go and start threatening the geezer but this is where I think social media platforms should be doing a lot more they should oh, be yeah. I, I see a tweet the other day I think it was um, saying about you should you need to do like a facial ID so you need to take an actual picture of yourself before you yeah. upload or before you, you know, make an account, just so they can verify you. So if you do, you know, decide to do this sort of stuff, and yeah. you do, you know, get the punishments for it. It should be the same. I, with I know like it's quite hard to manage, but it should be the same with email stuff. Like, I mean, I could literally open up a VPN so, so I can pretend my location's in like Japan or something, make a fake mm. account, all this stuff, and say whatever I want, all this horrible stuff, and like no one could ever be able to trace it was me. Like, how how it, is yeah, that a thing? It's, it's, like, just, it's just crazy. I mean, there's been a lot of sort of racial abuse to a lot of the players, like women's football and men's football yeah. recently. And it's just, it's disgusting. It's it's crazy that, yeah. you know, it's still happening. But, you know, until 
social media and you know the FA and things like that come together and start getting some actual you know plans together you know how they're going to stop it from happening yeah. you know it's it's, it's just going to continue unfortunately which is just the sad reality of social media at the moment that's it's the just problem disgusting. Is, is like so let's say 10 people made a death threat on Twitter they, and Twitter blocked those 10 accounts they just make 10 more accounts and do the same thing and the same thing and it just, it's, it's, it's it too easy to do it yeah it, it's, it's a joke no, I, yeah, and I agree with, with everything you're saying, gents. Um, there needs to be a lot more done, to be honest. Yeah, maybe we should just um, make our own social media. Well, Bebo's making a comeback, so hopefully they've got a policy in place. Oh, if if I can still get Thierry Henry Arsenal themes, I'll be in. Sadly, I know I um, change my theme like every day. That was the best bit about Bebo. I used to make quizzes on there. I used to make a football quiz. Me and Brad used to answer them all day, every day. It was quality. So you made your own quiz and answered them. Yeah, of course I did. So you knew the answer anyway. That's my knowledge. <laughs> So we'll move on then to what's the next game? Yeah, so Newcastle Southampton we were talking about, weren't we? Yeah. Um, yeah. Big result for Newcastle, to be honest with you. Um, they obviously beat Everton as well, 2 0. Um, yeah, there, is, there seems to be a little bit of a rival. Um, they got the guy um, from Bournemouth. Callum no, 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 no. An assistant manager or something. I can't. Someone I can't remember. I can't remember. Um, I was discussing with mate Mark about it, and he was telling me. Um, and he's a Newcastle fan. He was telling me about they've got this guy from Bournemouth, and he sort of sort of reinvented the wheel a little bit at Newcastle. So hopefully they can push on a little bit, a little bit there and hit a bit of form. Definitely. I mean, so look, it's that, it's that sat- Graham Jones, isn't it? Yeah, they they need it yeah. like now, basically, if they want to start. Because I'm pretty sure the table, I think Burnley are below them, but the Burnley have a game in hand, I think. So um, Newcastle just on the edge of the drop. But they've yeah. got a goal scoring Callum Wilson, so yeah, you keep supplying that them, is, they're, yeah. they're going to win a lot of games. So yeah, so bottom bottom five: Brighton, Newcastle, Burnley, Fulham, West Brom, Sheffield United. Bottom six. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Well, I was counting fifteenth. Everton, Tottenham's three three. Three all now. Men's yeah, game. I think who just scored? I think it's Sanchez. He's got two. Yes, Jeff. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, I think if Newcastle carry on their form, I think they can keep up. Um, I think they can stay up. No, don't don't see why not. Um, Everton. They looks they they had a great start to the season, didn't they? Um, and people were saying, "Oh, Everton can win the league." Mm, they've dropped off a little bit now, haven't they? Really? Mm, I think it's like a blip. Though, Every team goes through that. And thing is, like yes. they haven't been great, but they've got two games in hand on pretty much every team above them. So if they win those two, they're joint with Leicester. Yeah. Yeah, I still don't think they win the league, though. Oh, absolutely not. No, I, th- but... I think top four is realistic for them, though. Oh yeah, definitely. Top, some, you tell you what, top four this year is gonna be so interesting. So interesting. Yeah. I think so you've got, you got Maynard at the top, obviously, and then City no. will be second. So the thing is, when we go back to my predictions, oh, right? So good. I said City, I said City would win the league. United would be second, and I reckon that's how it's going to finish. But the rest of it all went to shit after that. But you got Leicester, Liverpool, Chelsea, West Ham, Everton, Tottenham, and Villa. I'd say are all fighting for fourth, light and third. I'd, I'd a complete I'd, nightmare I'd, with my predictions. I don't think you can rule out West Ham though. No, I said the West Ham. Leicester, oh, Liverpool, oh, sorry, Chelsea, West, West, West Ham, Ham. Everton, Tottenham, Villa. So basically, third to ninth are separated by six points. 
and I could, well, and some mm. have game in, games in hand and stuff. Obviously, Villa have got two games in hand. Even Tottenham have a game in hand on Leicester, yeah. so they win that, and then it's only a four-point difference. So there's, what, six teams there, basically all fighting for two positions. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be proper interesting. The thing is, even Southampton, they're up there, but, I mean, they've lost lost the last no. four or five. <laughs> yeah, so... But he's going back to Southampton now, right? You see, last year, was it last season, when they lost to Leicester, you, a lot of people, were owners, would have just gone, nah, fuck off, you're not doing that to my club. But you know what, fair play to him, because they've stuck by him, and he's he's doing all right, let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, you can't just be sacking managers for Port. Like you, I'm not saying you're going to get that every week, but if you're going no. through managers just for losing a game nine 0 then no. But a lot of managers, a lot of, a, a lot of owners would have, would. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, no, it's good to see that he's been. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He's been given another opportunity to be like, look, it wasn't ideal, but I'll pick it up, sort of thing. And yeah, he's, he's not a bad manager. To be fair, I, I, I quite like him. Thing is, it's like a lot of owners that would be rushed with that decision. They'd be like, no, don't want you in. They don't know a lot about football clearly because if you look at all these some of the other results they've got they've even some nil nils where they should have been losing like three nil or whatever and they hang on and get a point out of it like done lift balls it's just well. one game like it's just shame it's happened twice in what two years eighteen months yeah 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 <laughs> like, exactly there's only ever been I think there's ever there's only ever been three nine nils and Southampton have been a part two of them <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been a freaky yeah. year though it's been it's been weird results yeah. in loads of places. Yeah, um, we'll go we'll move on to. So we were talking about Everton previously. Free all, Jake. You're with Man United. Oh, um, devastated. It's not even honestly that first half. We were so good, like we were playing the ball. It's probably the best off since going forward. Like we were creating chances, we were getting in behind. And I thought, two and a half at half time, it's Everton. I was like, yeah, we'll do all right here. And then I do not know what has been said at half time. But my word, we've come out like a completely different team. And two balls over the top. Maguire and De Gea have got to do better with the first one. Um, ball's got to be clear for the cross on the second one. And, and then we go 3-2 up and I'm like, right, they're not going to do it to me again. Like, my heart rate's gone down a bit. I'm, more, I'm calmer. Ball comes in the box. I'm like, they're going to score it. And then Calvert-Lewin. Oh, outstanding. Bang. Okay. Oh, I know it. It's just a celebration. It really annoyed me. And then Ben Godfrey was like swearing at Maguire and was like, fuck off and all this. And I was like, oh. It was so annoying because then City went and done what they did on the Sunday, beat Liverpool. And I thought, for God's sake, like. That's the difference. That's why Man yeah. City are going to win the league. Yeah. Brad, there's a long way to go, mate. Oh, Still got. But that, I'm t- long, long, long way to go. 15 might be a long way to go, Jake. But, um, they win that game as well. We've still got to play Eight points ahead of you. Yeah, their game of hand is away at Everton. That's not an easy place to go. Well, they went to beat Liverpool. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it would have been an easy place to go if Man United had lost. <laughs> or won. It did feel like a defeat. It really did feel like a defeat. I I, I sat there that night and I, I'm still not over the result. Like The only the only good thing is, is that we won last night, so I can sort of forget about it slightly. But it, it really affects my mood. It took me about four days to go over it. Who did you play last night? I'd say probably uh, done my stand, didn't we? 1-0. Call that was a poor game. I'm so game. glad I didn't watch it. Oh, so, uh, well, guess what, it, it Ben? Could this will be make you laugh. laugh. Afterwards, Jake told me, told everyone that Nick Tomine was the best centre midfielder in the, in the Premier League. Did well, he, he is. Premier League or the world? 
Premier League. Right. I'd say the only one person you you gave an example of is Gundogan. I'd probably give you that. Gundogan's a good player. I don't think there's a better central midfielder. So like, not Bruno's. Bruno's a ten. Bruno's the best player in the league. But I'm all about central midfielder. Okay. I do not think there's a better centre mid in the Premier League. I, you said who was it? You said James Ward Prowse. He's literally he's got nothing other than a free kick. I don't. I wouldn't class him as that. I think Tielsman's There's a shout for Tielsman there. I think Gundogan's probably the only one that I'd be like, yeah, maybe. Right, Sheffield United beating West Brom two one. I think that's a massive result for Sheffield United. To be days. honest, um, I, I think I again. I think they can get out of it. But I think maybe I'm just being too positive. Yeah, I don't think they can get but, out of it, but I think they can come like the the top of that bottom three, if you like. Which, if you go back what a month and a half, you'd have gone. There's no way you are not finishing dead bottom. Yeah, like you go back yeah. a month and a half, they still hadn't won a game. I know it's bad, isn't it? Really they're, bad. Now they're like a couple games go their way, like they could be like the top of that group, and then yeah, maybe there is a chance they get out, but a lot of. Bad luck to teams like Newcastle, Brighton, Burnley need to happen because even Wolves are pretty low, and Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, oh well, yeah. Maybe we are in a relegation battle. <laughs> yeah, you ain't got that 40, 40 point mark, have you? No, not just yet. Fuck it, else. To be fair, only Liverpool have got that, and Leicester, Man United, and City. <laughs> so, so the top four then. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm just talking <laughs> shit basically. <laughs> um, I'm a bit worried about West Brom. To be honest, um, I think they're down. Yeah, they'll turn up Fulham, this weekend. I'd say they're down. They'll turn up this weekend, Jake. Do you reckon? Yeah. yeah. We've got away from home. I guarantee you. I'm talking prime Barcelona. I, I guarantee it now. It will not be an easy game. Nah, like a Bayern in a semi-final. They'll just. Oh, uh, honestly. <laughs> it'll be it'll be like playing against Man United when Oli's about to lose his job. <laughs> you don't want to play. You do do not want to play United when when Oli's about to get the sack. Thing is, like, Obviously, I, I can easily be, see them you know, getting games. a goal. They'll get a goal early and just park. Yeah, the they'll house. go one up. Yeah, it always happens against these teams. Um, oh. what what do you think West Brom are missing though? Like, obviously, they, obviously they got rid got? of they've, they've got rid of they got rid of Austin, which he's a proven goal scorer. But mm. did they replace him? I don't think he was even starting, mate. If I'm honest, no, he, no, he weren't. No, he wasn't. But. He still he still gets you well if he's not if he's coming off the bench he's getting you five or six goals which could be five or six wins so true um, I think I think West Brom oh they, they just haven't god. had a like oh my god what are you doing Jake what what score Richardson Richardson just put it to Evan four three out <laughs> Jesus but yeah with West Brom I just what? think they haven't really they never really sort of gelled a team that's like there's no like starting 11 structure there it seems to just be a bit like I'll oh, change this change that change that we'll be alright we'll just change this like I don't feel like I look mm. there and go right there's a strong 11 to like try it out and then your subs are coming on to help like it's just a bit all over the place yeah. I think second Slavin Bilic was a bit of a, di- a harsh one as well yeah I'm yeah. sure they went they went away to Man City and got a point and no, yeah, they sat on the following Monday which I think was really harsh expected. I think a lot of the players yeah like were they expecting him to win? <laughs> it makes you think, like, he, he was sacked before that game. Like, yeah. He, he had, he's to, gone he had that, to win. But he, he probably didn't know that. He probably didn't have a clue. He's gone no. to the office Monday and just gone, here you go, mate, go on, you get the tic tac. Yeah. You didn't yeah. beat City. <laughs> but that, that, decision made, that decision would have been made before yeah. 
the game because you can't go you can't go to it, uh, Man City when you're in the bottom half the bottom of the table. They get a good point. Get a point, and you get the sack on the Monday. Ridiculous. Because that's that's a but, win to that kind of team down there. Like, yeah, definitely. Definitely. And that's where that's where what Ben said earlier about you know boards sticking with managers through you know tough times and stuff like that. You look at Sheffield United; they've stuck with Chris Wilder, and I know you know it hasn't really paid off at the moment. But you know, Slaven uh, got them up, got them promoted. You know, first season down there, and they've just gone and sacked him after what two months in the Prem. It's just you know some yeah. boards are. You it'll know, be ironic if they do end up going down. Like he'll be yeah. sat there sipping vodka, <laughs> laughing his head off. Absolutely. But you look at Burnley, Burnley, um, Sean Dyche took Burnley down. <laughs> Sean Dyche took Burnley down and then took him back up and he's still there. You know what I mean? They never got rid of him. So I suppose when you get a good board like that, it's fucking, it's worth it, definitely. I don't um, want the job, if I'm honest, Brad. Well, the Burnley job? I don't want the Burnley job. They don't get any money to spend. I, I feel sorry for Burnley fans. Like, I can I just think, imagine being Burnley a Burnley fan going to support Burnley. Genuine, they're like we're not linked with anyone because we know we can't afford anyone. So there's no point looking on Sky Sports News unless it's a loan deal. Deadline, um, it's just like a normal chill day for them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sad for Burnley fans because Burnley let me down a grand and talk sports. So fuck them. <laughs> yeah, but you did still win. Yeah, but I could have won. I you let yourself down. I can double me. Yeah, for, nah, I'm, I'm still blaming Bernie for it. Jim White weren't happy with you. He weren't happy with you, mate. Um, okay. <clears throat> what about Liverpool's recent results? Um, no, no. Losing to Brighton, getting hammered at City, both at home. Mad, mad. Um, lost to um, Burnley, wasn't it? Yeah, lost for in the bounce, didn't they? Three in the bounce at home. Um, Liverpool. You know the year they went toe-to-toe with City and it was a point in it? Liverpool were better that yeah. season. That's the, and yeah, I think that's... yeah. Liverpool, that's, yeah. Liverpool were better that season and they were better, you know, what I'm trying to say. So they were, better, they were better that season. That's the best season they've had in the last couple of years. And it sounds ironic or strange because they won the league last year, but they were better the year before everyone that. Was so yeah. poor, everyone was so poor last year and the fact that they were just consistent, won them the league. Yeah, I don't think there was one team last season that thought, Coy, you've had a good season this year." Yeah, everyone, like, yeah, everyone I mean, was off it last season. But the season before that, City were just a little bit better. Like yeah, the Liverpool were like run. But see, no, see, I, I don't know. I think I think Liverpool were the best team that league in that year, and they were just unlucky not to win it. I think but they were. Last year, I, I, there's no way you can go and lose one game all season and not win the league. Yeah, I know it's ridiculous. Crazy. It's ridiculous, and it's, it sounds really strange because they it was such a landslide last year but this season fucking hell like they found out it, it. they are and it, Van Dyke is a massive game. miss yeah no Van Dyke is a massive miss for him there's no question Thiago's about it fault. Um, Thiago the thing is Thiago's a great player Thiago. he just doesn't suit the style he slows him down yeah when they play with your your Milners your Wijnaldum and your Henson in the middle they're going to work so hard to win that ball back when Thiago gets it He's looking sideways. He's looking behind. He's not looking forward. Yeah. And then teams are just going to put two banks of four in front of him. Just get near him. Yeah, he, he might he might flip flap it and take it around someone. Look really good on on match of the day. And then pass it to his but, right back. <laughs> exactly. And then he'll pass back to the goalkeeper. <laughs> like it's crazy. Like since think, getting him, 
it slowed them. It slowed their. With Liverpool, they were not a counter-attacking team, but they'd be like a, a high-urgency yeah. team. They'd be like in your face and they'll go forward. But now they're like, they're quite a passive team. They're just happy to move the ball side mm. to side and then look for that killer ball. Thing is, I think but, if Thiago can settle in and start playing forward a bit more and then when you get Van Dijk back and you've got like Jota back and stuff, like that, I could just, they'll be, I reckon they'll be back like really, really good again. But I think Jota's a big miss. I think Klopp's, yeah. Klopp's going off the rails a bit, to be honest. Like the way he's been in the media himself. and stuff, he's he's just like got this like angry fury about him that you never really I mean, knows. if you look at the news, he has just lost his mum and he can't go to his uh, funeral. So oh, that no, might no, be I'm, no, I'm not. I'm yeah, not no, this is prior to that. Like prior to that, like some of the stuff where he, he moans about the schedule and he's trying to put all this blame everywhere else, but then he'll go and field the exact same players. Like if they're that tired, you wouldn't field them. Like, and no one else is like complaining. Yeah, well, and, he's, he's just like, it's almost he's like he's trying to find excuses. Out. Yeah, he just seems a bit like uptight about everything, and he doesn't. He looks like proper stressed compared to you go back like last season and watches like all his press conferences. He seemed really laughy, jokey, was enjoying himself, and now he's like some angry old man. I think they I think it's it's in the stars for for old Stevie G to get there eventually. I think I would once like he wins, to see that. once he wins the league in Scotland. Yeah, well, I think that's already wrapped up, and he's what twenty-one points clear somewhere. Like Twenty points, yeah. That's so, mental. Yeah. What, no, that's a boring good to league. see. <laughs> um, I'm just glad not to see Celtic win it for once. Oh, boring. Oh, it is fucking boring, mate. Man City. Uh, I think Ben, you, I know you all agree with me. Um, or well, a completely different wavelength to anyone else in our league. Yeah, right now. Can I just say um, the most exciting? I know, like Jake rants on about McTominay and stuff like that. I know Jay, 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 Jay does it for the bites. Foden. No, Jay, I know who you're about to say, and I agree. He is well Foden Yeah, is, yeah, hundred percent. I'm just such a huge fan. Like, it's I don't know. He's just like got the this elegance plays. the way he moves to the ball, and like, he just looks in control of everything, and he gives you 110. percent It's 90th minute they're in a three 0 He'll still press on the front. Like, it's not attitude. There's not like a massive amount of cockiness. Like, there's a little mm. bit of arrogance you need, but. No, I, just, I, yeah, but quality. I think I think that's good. It's because yeah. he knows he's, he's he's a good player. He doesn't play like an English player. I know I know there isn't like a certain way to play as an English player, but he, the way he like moves with the ball, he honestly he plays a bit like Iniesta. Yeah, when he glides with the ball, he's a player. You just don't I, um, feel like anyone can get the ball off him. I saw a tweet uh, which Boise had put on Ben, mm. um, and he said Foden is is the best English player since Rooney, um, and I can't really disagree with that. I don't think. Not at the moment, no. I think when he, when he, he, when he maybe does it internationally. Yeah. Um, he's got to do it for England. I think I mean, given his uh, age... Don't get me wrong. He is, he, maybe he's a natural talent. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, yeah. Uh, no, yeah, I would agree. When he starts doing it for England, which I think he will this summer, um, I, see, I, see a, I see a tweet actually. It was like, where, did, where does uh, Foden fit? I don't think it's where you fit Foden. I think it's where you fit the other players around him. Yeah. I think he's got to be a guaranteed starter. No matter, he's, he's playing. He's got to start. And he, even if it's not this year, like if he sort of continues his development with City, he keeps getting the game time, he'll just grow more and more. And then in a few years' time, when he's at his prime, you fit an England team around him with the likes of like Rashford, Green, uh, Greenwood, if he's starting, or Saka, like all these young players that we've got. Like we can have something unreal on our hands. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, you couldn't praise Guardiola. 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 You couldn't praise Guardiola enough, really, for what he's done for Foden because 
people were moaning, oh, why is it Foden playing? Why isn't he starting? Well, don't forget, you still had David Silva at the club. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he was, play, he was playing him, you know, he was a bit part player. But you look at it now, Silva's gone and he's, he's flourishing. This is like the thing, though, like where flower. so many young players were thrown in too quick and then it was like, oh, you, you've wasted them and, and stuff like that. He's like got it spot on. Like he hasn't hyped him up too much that he's got like over cocky and then just become stale. He's not like suppressed him and sort of made him feel miserable. He's just got him on this like perfect trajectory. And now he's, he's managing like, very well. His football. He's, yeah. He's just going to get better and better. Like, yeah, definitely. I see. Um, I see something the other day. It said that um, I think the the owner, or one of the directors at City, said to Guardiola, "said Look, we've got a player here that you'll absolutely love," and he was he, he meant Foden, and I think he is just sort of like a Guardiola player. Mm. I think he said he's he's got the best natural talent. He actually, I think he said he's he was better than Messi. Yeah, yeah, so he did say talent. I think I saw that, yeah. which is crazy praise, really, if you think about it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, um, sure, I'm sure many people agree as well. Like, even if you, I mean, Jake's a bit in, in City are their rivals. Like, I mean, he's yeah. just he's unreal. He's a great player. I'd like to see him do really well for world class. World class. World class. He's yeah. up there. I'd put, I'd put him in there. I mean, okay. if you look at okay. some Definitely. of the players that City have got he's, he's, and the players they come up against, based in the current form. Yeah, like, based in yeah. fucking current form, Jake. Tomane's probably world class, isn't he? <laughs> Well, no, I'm just saying, he's probably one of the top 10 players in the league, I'd say. Who? Foden's in oh. that top 10 of players in the league. Okay, moving on. Um, West Ham beating Villa 3-1. Fucking West Ham, Jay. You called it at the beginning of the season. They're being the dark horses of the league. and I didn't see it coming, to be honest with you. So, round of applause for you. Um, that's the only prediction you might get right all season. I said that in May, bad when United win it as well. Oh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we're losing so yeah, listeners that... when Jake's on because they're just like, oh, not again. Yeah, yeah we must be. <laughs> we must be. But we're, we're, honestly, I think people are going to be coming to me for the, the lottery results come the end of the season, though. <sighs> so West Ham beating Villa 3 um, 1. They're on, they're, like I said, dark horses and they're in, they're in tremendous form, really. Well, I don't say tremendous, they're in decent form, sitting in sixth. Um, which is where West Ham want to be. You know, we, Ben, we've had Stanners and Basel talking about this European football that they were promised. Well, if they carry on the way they're going, mate, they're, they're, they're going to get a big it. chance, yeah. And you think then if that wakes the owners up a bit and then money gets pumped into it because they're in Europe, also with the injection of being in Europe anyway, that could give them that kind of stature where, and structure where it's like, okay, this is where we should be every season. Yeah. Because they've always been there, like we said before, like when Baz is on, they kind of don't really know if they want to be a top team, but don't really know if they want to go down. They just float around. And like, based on what they've done so far this season, maybe this is the one where they just actually go and cement themselves as a a top team. So no, I'm really really happy for them, especially like obviously, like obviously Baz Stanners, we've got Aaron's obviously a fan and stuff. Like a lot of people we know are fans of of West Ham, so it's good to see them do well. And not have them be miserable all the time. (laughs) I'd quite like to see him see... Then if they if they do get European football this year, um, like do like a Leicester, you know Leicester are now in and around yeah. that top four. Yeah, they. Were. I would I I would class Leicester as a top four club. To be honest with you, um, I agree. Um, I'd it'd be nice to see West Ham then if they get into Europe, into European football, the invest uh, the the owners put some money in and just build build a, a squad and, and an identity that 
West Ham fans have been looking for, really. Yeah. Well, you look at the fundamentals for a club to like get to that stature. So, I mean, like Arsenal, we ended up getting to the point where it's like, okay, we'll get a new stadium because we're like a big enough team that we can be there. Obviously, it's not gone well the last few years. Tottenham did the same thing. They've got a new stadium. West Ham obviously have the stadium. I know they want to make some alterations, but all they need is that kind of that one chance to get into Europe, have a bit of cash injection, and then the board sort of step up a little bit and try and get some good players in, and then and then they'll be there. They don't need to then go right. We need a new stadium now because they've they've already got that. So they're in the perfect position to seize this kind of opportunity of likes of Chelsea, Tottenham, Arsenal just not performing, and like you said, do do what Leicester have done. And easily cement themselves in that sort of like that top area. The only, the only thing with West Ham that I do worry is that and I, and I, I've, I've got a few West Ham mates. My mate Ryan's a West Ham fan, and Ben, and what they've been saying is that they sold Haller in the in, in the window, but didn't replace him. Which I don't know if that's going to cost them later on in the season. If one one more injury to Antonio, and I think they've only got Yarmolenko and the um, youngster. He's eighteen. Um, but yeah, other than that, they haven't really got like a striker, which you know, that's the only thing that can cost them really. Because I think defensively and things like that, they are really, really good and solid. But is that the lad? For them. Is that he, the he lad came that, from United? And he he came on the other night and they took him off again. Yeah, but that was a that, bit harsh. That, that, fucking, by the way. that would knock his confidence. Like, yeah. If you're gonna, well, the way I see it is, if, don't bring him on if you if you're gonna do that. You know, you need to manage youngsters. It goes back to what, what Ben said about it's... you know managing youngsters and things like that. It's... Yeah. Um, but you see, you see, like the video with me, he looked like he was just gonna cry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, but you would though, especially playing but against he's... the team that you just you've been released. Like, yeah. you were at as well. You know, he was at Man United, so that would have been that would have definitely knocked his confidence. He's been thrown in the deep end as well, like. What, round round five of the FA Cup against Man United away. There you go, yeah. mate. He, he hardly got the ball. Like you know, it was pretty easy for United to just marshal him out of the game. But yeah, it was it was it was a harsh game for him to come in into. I think, and yeah, I think he should have been managed a bit better, uh, a bit better. But you know, he'll he'll learn from it, and hopefully they'll rally round him rather than slating him. The fan base, yeah. I mean. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they have. I'm sure they've Yeah, no, I, I think they will because it's not his fault. I want to just put out a quick statement there as well, and I'm, there might be people who disagree with me, but oh, in terms of like the sort of like a partnership of like a midfield, West Ham have the best midfield partnership. <laughs> and I know you will not disagree with you, mate. Nah. <laughs> I'm going to disagree. No, honestly, the, if, if you take one of them out, like it would all fall apart. Like the the solidity that they've all had as a, as a unit is better because yeah, United you've got like some great players, but it's changing. You often. Fred. No, <laughs> no, literally, yeah. And I know, I know, people would disagree, but I genuinely think they have the best midfield partnership. <laughs> Declan Rice is quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah United, no. Hopefully, I want him at United. He'll go to Chelsea. I think. I think Chelsea. I think, I think West Ham. I think West Ham fans would genuinely. Rather him Being go injured. to no, I, I think they'd rather him go United than Chelsea. Surely, oh yeah, definitely. But I, I, I think like if we're just saying, if we want them to be a a top team, you have got to keep hold of him. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if he if, if he if they get top four or you know Europa League, there's no real reason for him to leave just yet. 
yeah. I don't think. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah. You need to be competing in these European competitions to keep your best players. So, I mean, th- there'd be no reason for him to leave. The only reason why I could see him leaving is for the money. But, you know, if Noble retires this season, if he does, then surely, you know, next stage is to make Rice permanent captain and then there's more of an incentive for him to stay. So, that's what I would I would look to do. But Shall we let people know how to win a bit of money if they want a bit win a bit of money that's yeah so basically what we've done so we started up a, a league on an app called football survivor basically if you've ever played last man standing with your local teams or anything you'll know what it's about so what you do you pick one team each week to win if they lose or draw you're out you can't well i'll, I'll speak about that in a minute but you can't um that's it you're done basically um, and if your team wins you can't then pick that team again however Ooh, I, like that. However, I, I think there's um, a thing called like a buyback where you can sort of buy back in the league so yeah uh, I, but I don't know I'm not too sure what that's about so basically if you finish first second or third you win some money um, so if anyone listening if you fancy it and want to join our league um, download the Football Survivor app and join the league with the code seven nine three four one five, you have to deposit. So it's five pound entry um, into the league. However, I think you have to yeah you have to deposit a minimum of a tenner, um, which is a bit annoying. But you can also enter. There's other leagues you can enter on, which are like public leagues. So um, yeah, so if you don't win money in our league, you can win money in someone else's league. So. Um, if any details you want to know, drop us a message, and um, yeah, we'll put the links and stuff on our social media. Um, and I'm sure Ben, you'll put it onto all the description. Yeah, I'll whack it all in there, like the code and stuff. It's a de- it's a it's a decent chance to win a bit of money, really, isn't it? It's a bit more fun than uh, like standard betting and stuff as well. Betting and fancy leagues and yeah. stuff. Yeah, no, it should be it should be good. Hopefully, yeah. we'll get a few people to join in. Um, yeah. But yeah, probably, probably just be uh, us three though. Yeah, fucking probably. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll, I'll share it about the, the if, there's, if there's no more than two, the league gets cancelled. <laughs> so, yeah, so we get at least three. <laughs> but yeah, um, that, about, that about does us. It's been quite a long episode. Yes. Yeah, it has, yeah. Jake just talked bollocks well, the whole time. <laughs> yeah, well, do you know what I mean? You get, someone's, got, someone's got to talk some sense on, on this. Uh, I'm not having you on it, Jake. He's doing my tin. We did, have, we did have some exclusive news from your reliable HP source, so... Exactly. Wait, hold on. Heronays, shall we say? Mm. Jake's you're like fucking Jake's salad cream. Let's not think. Let's not forget about that. <laughs> oh yeah, that no, was... <laughs> You boys want to go to BG Sport? That's just got an extra time. If that goes penalties, mate, my word, what a game! Well, I guess we better be doing that then. It could honestly be the best game I've ever I've watched this season. It's been class. And you're sat talking to us. Cheers, Jeff. I'm going to have it any other way. <laughs> right, right Jake. It's been a pleasure. See you later, Ben. See you later. Right, in a bit. In a bit. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Bees in a Pod. We hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to leave us a review and follow us on the socials on Instagram and Twitter at Two Bees Podcast, which is at Two BS Podcast. And that stands for, well, bees, not bullshit. Um, Anyway, hope you enjoyed it and um, see you next episode. Cheers.